about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Matt Dyson is here. Hello. Uh, I am here too. Thank you for downloading. I just said, what, no, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, we never do that. We never normally talk over each other. No, like, all these years we've been working together, we're still talking over each other now. Yeah, I know. Talk, this sounds awful in people's stop, yeah. headphones. Oh, I'll stop talking. Three, Shall I stop talking? One of us is going to have to stop talking. <laughs> okay. I, do you, Can we put it on one in each ear? Could that work? Okay. Can you do that? I'm over here. Take yeah? take Matt out, because I'm the one who's going to see what's coming up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take, your, <laughs> take your right ear out now. Uh, so, on the way... We've got a section of the show dedicated to those true stories, those things that have genuinely happened to you, but every time you tell them, no-one believes you. We thought we could provide a platform for people to share those. We have some leftovers for this, the bonus material of the podcast. Uh, Jenny Moss said, as a kid, I had Michael Jackson's carpet in my bedroom. <laughs> now, that is a big, big boast, Jenny Moss. Oh, wow. She said, I need to explain. My dad worked for Leeds Council and took it from Michael Jackson's dressing room after he played at Round Hay Park. Oh, wow. But no one believed Jenny had MJ's carpet well, in her never... room growing up. I can imagine. What else did we get? Some really nice one-liners have come in. For instance, Stu in Basildon just said, I've seen the Loch Ness Monster, 1981, on a family holiday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hi, Breakfast Show. My story is seeing a big cat in Chesham twice, K. And then <laughs> Luke from Watford says, I saw Kieran Trippier in a children's soft play area in Watford <laughs> two weeks after last year's World Cup. I didn't take a picture, and no one believes me. Well, as I say, this is the place to share those stories, and they will be confirmed as true forever and a day. Thanks for downloading. Enjoy. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. Tis I, Dave Berry, father, son, and radio host. Up in your audio grill this morning, myself, Matt Dyson. Good morning to you. Emma Jones. Morning. Glenn Moore. Hello. Producer Mark's here. Good morning. Producer Nick is just coming to the studio Here now. Here he is. Good morning, producer Nick. He's not got... Uh, it's, let's just move he's on. Not, he's not engaged. He's not engaged Sorry. at all, is he? It, oh, it's... Of course, it's Slack Thursdays in producer Nick's world, isn't it? I forgot. <laughs> it comes around so quickly. It's Friday Eve already. Um, I'd like to start the show by saying, um, I told you so. Um, as you know, I had a long weekend away uh, this weekend, which meant the other people on my road were put in charge of the bins. Oh, no. And I don't like relinquishing the controls. You know, I'm a bit of a control freak, yeah. and I thought I can trust you with this. After after I moved in some five years ago into this road, I put the bins together because, as yeah. I as I said years ago, I, I opened the curtains one day and it looked like Jumanji out there. And I yeah. don't mean the pretty good remake, actually. I mean the original with all the animals running wild. You revolutionised the way they recycle on that little road. Didn't I you? numbered my neighbours' bins, even though they didn't ask me to. You did it for them, and then you put them in order every week. I put them in order. <laughs> it's so weird. And the, the black bins at one end and the recycling bins at the other. Did you nominate someone else to take your place while you I go and off? collect them. Well, no, it's just it's carnage, isn't it? Oh, the right. lunatics are taken over oh, the right, asylum, yeah, bin-wise. So does that not suggest they're not bothered about having the bins ordered? It would seem that way, but I can't believe that's true. Who wants to live their life that way? Not constantly on edge about the bins. Not constantly looking out the curtains just to see if a bin's moved. Anyway... Who's moved the bins? <laughs> the bins? Someone's moved them. Anyway, I woke up this morning, coming into the studio, uh, there, were, there, were, uh, there was a fox... 
being chased by a cat. Then I saw two other cats, all involved. So this is like gang catting onto a fox. Wow. And I swear there was a squirrel involved as well. And that's all because someone can't shut their bin lid. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> carnage. Ca- absolute carnage. Bin-based carnage. I'm surprised you didn't get one of your baby daughter's uh, uh, monitoring cameras <laughs> set up <laughs> at the window. So while you're away, you can just keep che- checking in. Oh, oh <laughs> Derek's left the lid open again. <laughs> Derek, it's Dave. It's Dave at number four. Look, I'm not going to lie, I embedded a camera into Ollie the Owl. And he's seen what you've just done, my friend. We're going to have words. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave, I'm 40 today, says Eddie Mack in West London. Well, happy birthday to you, Eddie. Thanks for tuning in. I just realised I now have to tick the 40 to 44 age bracket in questionnaires. Not cool. Oh, Eddie, yeah. Not cool. I'm not looking forward to that, I tell you. <laughs> what, what, in like ten <laughs> decades' time? <laughs> in yeah. ten years, I'll be yeah. filling in, ticking the yeah. same boxes, my friends. Same boxes. The, wor- the worst one you encounter is when you realise you're in the X Factors over 25s category, because yeah. that just lumps all of you in to the same one. Yeah. And they go, yeah, you're the same as your yeah. granddad now. You're exactly the same. You are the same. Oh, yeah, that's a nicer category. Like Worse that, than that, I went along to an X Factor audition and uh, they put me in groups, even though I'd gone on my own. <laughs> oh. Uh, Morning, Dave. My first thought was I could smash a chicken kebab from Prima Donna Kebab Hut in Windsor from Chris in Sussex. He's willing to travel for it as well, Chris. Would you smash a kebab early in the morning? I would never smash a kebab, uh, but I wouldn't wouldn't want to eat one first thing in the morning. I probably could do after about an hour, yeah. I don't know if I I was given one fresh, maybe, but the only situation in which a kebab has been in my room first thing in the morning is when the kebab was also there at (laughs) 2am. Yeah, still in your hand. And I've never... (laughs) It's just the the onions that are an intense... Part oh of it, I think. Yeah, soak and the fat congealed fat on top as well. Some foods you can eat cold. Kebab is not one. I made the mistake of having a full Donna meat kebab once during a lunch break when I worked in a clove shop. Oh. I just, I honestly, I went and got it because I thought, oh, these, these were tasty at two o'clock in the morning. Mm. They'll obviously be tasty now at one o'clock oh, in the afternoon. Yeah. And I went, I squealed myself out into the back of the staff room and ate the full onions, chilies, sauce, yeah. kebab. Not a good move. My first, my now. first ever one was a daytime kebab. I, I, I was really intrigued to just finish school one day, and I was like, I've never had a kebab, and I ate a kebab on the way home, and I liked it so much. I went back the next day, and it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The mean, intricacies of the kebab yeah. are so good. I just love Donna meat. It's, 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 Do you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, we, who no. knows what the hell is in that spinny thing? You know, it's not lamb. It's all sorts of meat, but you know, uh, but uh, I just love it. And I, as a child, there's something very mesmerising about the spinning, watching it turn around. Mm. Gyro. In yeah. front of those gas flames. Flavour-wise, it's the Bertie Bots every flavour beans of me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, so there we go, Chris. We hope that's put you off. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now, it started but a week ago where we had a little game of wallet wars based on the fact that we were trying to find the most redundant, useless thing uh, in your wallet or bag. And both Glenn and Matt Dyson here, they tend to retain things for a, a length of time that... I deem, well, just far too long, to be honest. I mean, having half a debit card in your wallet for three years, Glenn, is just <laughs> No, stuff, stuff matures in the wallet like a fine wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and this led to a few texts coming in from people saying they still had their Blockbuster video card. And yeah. I'm not going to lie, I'm not too... I'm not too ashamed to admit that I had a pang of jealousy. I would love to have a Blockbuster video card 
in my wallet. Uh, and so we began discussing all things Blockbuster. And yesterday we spoke to Sandy, who is the manager of the last Blockbuster video in all of America. Mm. And we signed up. So I'm now a member. I'm still to get my card, but, you know, I'm so pleased that I am part of the family yet Can't again. Can't wait for that to arrive in the post. A family I've been part of since 2001 or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this has also led, which has been really nice, to so many of you wanting to share your stories of Blockbuster video. In fact, coming up a little later on, we're going to talk to a listener called Neve, um, whose parents met in a Blockbuster video. She wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for Blockbuster wow. video. So we're very much looking forward to that later on. But now uh, we take you back to yesterday when we spoke to Carol and a right Royal Rumble in Blockbuster video. My local Blockbuster store was Sunningdale. So Prince Andrew and Fergie used to come in every Friday evening with the girls, Eugenie and Beatrice and, and the bodyguard. One Friday, she'd obviously requested a particular video and they knew, you know when there was a new release, you only had a certain number of videos. Oh, it was a nightmare, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I say that as a member of yeah. Bend Oregon <laughs> Blockbuster Video. Oh, it's a nightmare. They knew they had this, the one last version in the store, but they couldn't find it. It was Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, uh, Bill mm. Murray classic. They realised that it was in the store, but someone in the queue had it. Uh, they sort of turned to us in the queue, waiting, as we always did, to say, has somebody got Groundhog Day? And I had it. So the manager came over and said, oh, I'm sure Madam would give her video to Mom over there. <gasps> oh, what? no! What? <laughs> to Mom? I'm sure Madam would be very happy to give her video. <laughs> oh, so, No! So it was a bit of a tussle. And I, <laughs> what? Fergie came over and said, well, you know, look, you, you can have any video in the store. So I said, great, so can you. Oh, <laughs> yes. well done, Carol. Well said, Carol. So, yeah, we did We did have a bit of a tussle, but I hung on. I gripped onto did that video and, and she, yeah. she was not happy. She left without Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, that's a great blockbuster video story. Well done once again to Carol for standing up to Fergie. Uh, if you're just joining us, we don't mean Sir Alex Ferguson or the one from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> um, as I say, we have an amazing blockbuster video based story coming up a little later in the show. And continue to share them if you like. You can email me anytime you like about anything you like. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Now, the whole reason for the first thoughts thing being a thing... It's nice early doors, we get to know what you're thinking about and it can take the show in different directions. Mm. And this morning, uh, thanks to Chris, uh, we have gone in a very kebab-based direction. Yeah. Um, and that led us to talking about wanting one early in the morning, having them in the afternoon, and how do you preserve them overnight? And it turns out that Mike the Taxi in Manchester has got the solution many of us have been waiting for. Good morning to you, Mike. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, everybody. How you doing, Hello. my friends? Lovely having you on board. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. So, um, how's everything in the taxi world? First of all, Mike, all good? Uh, yes, yeah, payday today for the monthly payers, so they're all getting taxis to work. Lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, so, Mike, let's first of all talk about your kebab of choice. Have you got everything on that bad boy? Yes, yes, salad and uh, chilli hot sauce. Of yeah, course. Of course. Is this chicken or donna meat? Donner, of course. Donner, of course. Of course, Dave, yeah. you buffoon. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Mike, we want to know how you preserve a kebab overnight. You sent a text with steps, a step-by-step -step yeah. guide for us. So, please, <laughs> it seems only right to share it with the nation. This is how you preserve your kebab. Go for it, Mike. Right. Um, if you've um, halfway through and decide to uh, save it, so you um, 
get the accessories for the Arga out and get the waffle cooker, <laughs> which is a small uh, wire frame mesh, two halves hinged at one end. Yeah, I ha- I'm not going to lie, I had to Google this ahead of speaking to you. <laughs> but yeah, carry on, Mike. <laughs> All right. Um, you hold the um, kebab in the centre and clamp them together. Yeah. Place this in the lower oven of the Arga, which is the uh, warming oven, on a tray or plate. Um, and you can squeeze it at about 45 degrees into the corner of the Arga. <laughs> and then over the night, obviously, it won't dry out and any excess drips go onto the bottom tray. Yeah. And uh, there you go, breakfast. Oh, so there you go, breakfast. It's <laughs> sort of like slow cooks it overnight. Do you know what? I think I'd rather eat oh. a second-hand Mike the Taxi Manchester kebab than I would a fresh kebab. It yeah, sounds it delicious, sounds really isn't it? good. I'm not so keen on the drip tray, all that sort of fat oozing out overnight. I also have a slight issue with what's going to happen to the salad when it's being cooked this way. I mean, it's going to be soggy. Yeah, hot salad. Surely it's going to be soggy, Mike. It is a little soft, but then again, uh, it's never crisp from my kebab shop. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's doing his fair best enough. with the ingredients he's been given, yeah. literally. Yeah, um, Mike, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much indeed for sharing that top tip with the nation and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks very much indeed, Mike. There we go. <laughs> Bye-bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where this morning, we're dedicating this little talky bit to... <clears throat> I've got a true story that no-one believes. Yeah, well, that is infuriating when that happens, isn't it? Yeah, they go, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, right, yeah. It's not even flatly denied, and it's yeah. not like we did the kind of playground stories, the itchy beard stuff. It's not that. It's, it's not, not that. that. Well, no. It's, it's happened, but everyone's like, oh, of course it did, yeah, yeah. And the more exasperated you get trying to convince them, the less, the less they, they believe. believe yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I want to prefix what I'm about to say with a sweeping statement. <laughs> I don't believe that we have been visited by extraterrestrials. Okay. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, no, I'm a man of science. Okay, I think it's yeah. highly unlikely for various reasons. Man of science fiction, more like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Professor Stephen Hawking and all these other experts in the field have been asked these kind of, I suppose in their world, it's bubblegum pop questions, and I kind of agree with what they have to say. It makes sense to me, you know. They, they know their quantum physics. They know how likely it is to travel across universes and time and all that stuff. So, but... But... <laughs> But in Somerset, whilst on a camping trip with my school friend Michael Cullen, I saw an unidentified flying object in the sky. Okay. Now, this is you're very different now than you were in the production. <laughs> you just shut me down. So now well, you're being, I mean, oh, it's, it's Matt, uh, don't worry, I'm so open and liberal. Oh, if you did that, <laughs> Whereas in the production meeting, I was there, you were like, what? No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was it darting around in the sky well, what with did lots it look of lights? Like? Well, yeah. me... Whoa, whoa, a flying hey. disc. Hey, children, come gather round. <laughs> Let Pappy Berry tell you all the tale. No, we were, we were on a camping trip, and in the car there was myself, my friend Michael, his sister, and his mum. And I saw this little silver disc in the sky, and it disc, was there. Right, and, yeah, yeah, it was a silver. Okay. It was a silver disc, yeah. and it moved quickly from one like darted to the right around. darted to the right darted to the left and then darted off and it was gone and we all saw it and as i say i've prefixed this whole thing 
So it's an unidentified fire. Also, object. you said that there is a UFO testing site in Somerset. Not testing, <laughs> research <laughs> site. <laughs> That's the words in my mind. <laughs> a UFO <laughs> testing site. Area 51. It's just not in... hovering high enough, is it? <laughs> in Somerset. It's not hovering high enough. The Area 51 of the UK is in Somerset, apparently, according to you. Thank you very and much you... indeed. <laughs> right. well, I mean, oh, according to me. Is that true? Well, I've Googled it. Okay, um, seven of the spookish UFOs spotted in and around Somerset. UFO sightings in Somerset. Yeah, UFO film circling the skies in Somerset. This is just a Google search. From all of the big hitters as well, we've got uh, the Daily Mail, we've got the Daily Star, we've got Somerset Live. And if it's on there, it must be true. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got one from 2009 that suggests a lot of objects sighted in the sky above Somerset may have been America uh, testing out uh, their latest uh, stealth bomber. This yeah. was back well, in 2009. I like to hear that. That seems feasible to me. I don't know why they pick Somerset. <laughs> what a specific place. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they do it in Somerset. It's because it's nice there. They've got yeah, a yeah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. get a pub yeah. lunch, beautiful. Yes. Well, they also drink a lot of cider in Somerset, don't they? And start seeing things, perhaps, because they drink their really rough cider. I was cider. 15 years of age. <laughs> I, saw, I know what I saw. I know what I saw. <laughs> Um, anyway, this is what I mean. So I've got a true story that no one believes. And as soon as I say oh, I saw this thing darting around in the sky, I have to do this whole pre-ramble. Yeah, yeah, you do. Do you know? Because yeah, you seem like a bit of a, a, a lunatic. Well, when yeah, you say that. Sort you know, of thing. everyone has their own beliefs yeah. and stuff. But I just don't happen to believe in UFOs. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, Matt, have you got a story that no one well, believes? I mean, I always tell a story. I've told it many times before about God, a, a 90s footballer. <laughs> I think I've told you, although I think you've forgotten about it. A 90s footballer, Jason Lee. He was famous or infamous at the time. He got a very hard time from the fantasy football show on TV, uh, Frank Skinner and Badil. And they talked about his haircut, which was quite an unusual haircut, and made him look like he had a pineapple on his head. Years later, he was playing for Notts County. I was working on the checkout in Asda. He came to my till with his wife and kids and he'd shaved off the uh, pineapple style haircut but as I checked him out through the till on my till right as Jason Lee stood right in front of me and I was sat at the checkout a pineapple came along the conveyor belt and I held the pineapple up and then there was Jason Lee stood right behind me and I scanned his pineapple. That's a lie, is it? If yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> if, who, that's, that didn't happen. If I'd had all that abuse about pineapples, I wouldn't be buying them as part of my weekly shop. <laughs> I was in shock. Maybe it's his way of facing his fear. Yeah. Maybe it is, yeah. Maybe it's way of dealing with it. Have your hair any way you like, my friend. It 100% happened and no one believes yeah, whatever, me. whatever. Mm. Uh, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, you got a text from your dad. Yeah, he reckons he's is seen a UFO too. Is that the text <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, put your phone on silent in the studio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he is again. Here he is. <laughs> Loving you this morning, Em. <laughs> he's up early this morning. He reckons he's seen a UFO as well, but like you, he's very sceptical, so it's weird for him to say something like this. But he sent me the most dad text ever. I've seen a UFO. Thought Bay, 1981 slash 2. <laughs> silent. Delta shaped, slow moving over the Thames, then shot off to speed towards Kent. No noise. Full stops between everything. Has he written this in Morse code? <laughs> and then he suddenly he, turns Then he suddenly turns into a gangster and goes, Free coppers saw it, believe. Believe. <laughs> oh, wow. Believe is just how he signs off all his text messages. <laughs> I mean, Believe. if they ever bring back to the X Files, that's what they've got to use as a tagline. <laughs> the wow. X Files series eleven. Believe. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. What I'm currently doing is giving a platform here on the Breakfast Show to those stories in your life that are true, but no one has ever believed them. Oh, sorry, it's my dad on text. <laughs> Mr. Jones, <laughs> she's a worm. Put it on silent. <laughs> 
That's mine. It's <laughs> <laughs> my wife. It's that trombone player who just follows you around everywhere. <laughs> hey, listen, it's my contract. I can put anyone I like. <laughs> They're desperate to have me. <laughs> OK, Jim. I've got to have a break. Take five. <laughs> right, where were we? Oh, yes, yeah, so, um, true stories that no-one believes. Matt Dyson. Um, there's one here that's uh, anonymous, but it says, uh, I have a true story that no one believes. Squirrels have replanted a lot of the crocus bulbs I put in last year in an almost perfect equidistant line on the lawn down either side of the path in my back garden. No one believes that I didn't plant them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. True story, I though. I can't think why. Well, true, it's story, a true story. It's a true story. So. I sort of doing. We're creating yeah. a platform. And right now... Now, well, set your goose pimples to stun. In East Grinstead, we have Mike. Good morning to you, Mike. Good morning. How you doing, my friends? Yeah, very well, thank you very much. Um, so, Mike, tell everybody what happened whilst you were working um, the other day. Uh, we, were, we were doing a tracking inspection uh, on the railway between uh, Port Slade and Shoreham. And we started off at Port Slade and we heard... Uh, sandwich band music, which of course you would do in certain places. And um, right. as we walked along the track, we kept hearing the same sandwich band. And as we got towards Shoreham, we heard it again. And now this is quite a long way down the track. Yeah. And um, I jokingly said to my mate, or perhaps it's Pennywise from the film It. <laughs> and as I said that, a red balloon floated past. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've never seen, oh, you've wow. never seen two people stand there open mouth <laughs> so much and we really were looking around to see who was near us and there was no one else there oh Mike well, what a fantastic yeah. story Fantastical. Yeah. so you've told that story over time and no one ever believes that to be true they don't believe that that balloon floated past us. <laughs> and you swear to us now on the breakfast show that's a true story. As, as true as I'm standing here talking to you now. Wow, Mike. Uh, so lovely having you on the show, my friend. That story has now got our seal of approval. It is a true story. Uh, Unless it was just a very persistent independent businessman who wanted to sell yeah, his sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we try giving them balloons, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, have a lovely day, Mike, and thanks for tuning into the show. And you, my man. So there we go. All those stories, no one believed them, but now they are all true. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Five words. Yes, five words, but if you're just joining us, it is now ten grand. And playing this morning, we have Natalie. Good morning to you, Nat. Morning, Dave. How you doing? Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm on. Oh, I know, it's lovely having you on. What a charm. Um, So, Natalie, who are you choosing to play with this morning? Which member of the team have you selected? I am going to play with Emma. Emma Jones, <gasps> oh, back in back play. Back in play. Um, so Matt Dyson managed to match four out of five words yesterday on the show. What's your reason for picking Emma? Uh, I'm going with the Essex thing again, originally from Essex. So, yeah, I think we can do it. OK, okay. the Essex massive on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Emma, how are you feeling about being back in play? I'm hoping I do better than one out of five, which is what I got. 
earlier in the week. Yeah, don't break it to Natalie like that. <laughs> <laughs> gently, break she it gently. Have that. Um, so, Natalie, what's going to happen is, as you know, I'm going to give you five words. You say the first thing that pops into your head. I will then write those down. Emma will not be able to hear your answers. She'll be wearing the pink, fluffy unicorn headphones, blocking out any sound. It's yodelling this morning. Ten hours of yodelling. <laughs> <laughs> so Emma's got the headphones on, which means it's just you okay. and me. Okay. It's going to be fine. Okay. <clears throat> Natalie. Yes. First word that pops into your head when I say open. Close. Thunder. Lightning. Bread. Butter. Curry. Sauce. And finally, <laughs> shirt. Tie. <gasps> Oh, it's a good set. Solid. No, it's That's solid. Really good. Oh, no, what that? What are you having? Surely, I can hear right. pangs of regret. Which one are you regretting? The curry. No, well, for what it's right. worth, when I get handed this piece of paper moments before we go live for five words, ten grand, I said curry sauce as well. Oh, okay. So I, oh. I don't know. That doesn't really help you. <laughs> I would have said versed. The German delicacy. Curry yeah, that's why people so very rarely pick I'd you, Matt. I'd have said Tim. <laughs> <laughs> this is why neither of us are playing. Of course, right. of it, Faye. Um, oh, yeah, it's all connected. It's yeah. all connected. There's a story. There's a story being threaded through this. Um, so, Natalie, we have all of your answers. As I say, I think you've done well here. I think people listening will okay. agree. We're going to get Emma's answers. Next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. How are you feeling, Natalie? Oh, my God, you've no idea. How are you feeling, Emma? Oh, my God, you've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people have been texted in saying that they matched exactly the same yeah. words as you, Natalie. Ooh. Oh, it can't be real. Lots of people. Carl in Worcester, Keith in Maidstone, Karen in Crystal Palace, to name just a few. Oh, no pressure. Mm. But there's only <laughs> one brain that matters to you right oh, now, Natalie. Emma. And it's the person sat opposite me right now in the studio. I trust her 100%. She can do this. Oh. This is nice. OK. Believe. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag believe. <laughs> OK, Emma Jones. OK. We want to get Natalie £10,000. Yep. And the first step on that journey is the first word that pops into your mind when I say open. Close. Yes! <laughs> Thunder. Lightning. Yes! yes! Bread. Butter. Yes! Oh, there could have been loads for that. Yeah, there yeah. could have been. <sighs> bang, 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 bang. That's what you're doing, Em. It's good. Ooh, OK, two left. Oh. <clears throat> oh. This was the one. No, no, no you can't. Don't no, say anything, no. Nat. Don't say anything, but this is the one that Natalie had some kind of regrets over. OK. But it was also the word that I gave. OK. Again, that makes no difference. It's all about you. Curry. Um, curry house. Oh, oh. oh no, I'm so sorry, Natalie. That's a valid so answer. Sorry. That's a really good answer. What was it? Curry sauce. Oh. Both valid answers. No worries. Oh, oh no. so sorry. So sorry, no Natalie. Uh, just so we know, what no would you have said for shirt? 
Ty? Oh. <laughs> Is that what Natalie said? Yeah. Oh, oh no. It's oh. another four out of five on five words, no ten worries. grand. Oh, sorry, well, Natalie. Thank you anyway. Don't worry. Thank you anyway. Natalie, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and try and enjoy the rest of your day. Send our love to the family. Thanks ever so much. Have Cheers, Nat. Take well. care now. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, I feel bad. Oh, no. Proud of yourself, are you? <laughs> My palms are so sweaty. Oh. Knees weak, arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing M&M? We are. Oh, yeah, OK, good. Just, just so I know what's going on. Let's... A lot of people texting in saying they matched five words with Emma Jones. Yeah, a lot went with Curry House. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Laura in Newcastle, Paul Boyd, quite a few people. As I was just saying to you during that last song, Emma, though, it's it's if you if you're out and our dear listener Natalie in this case doesn't win the money, it's always it always rankles, it always hurts, it always stays you throughout the day. But at least it was a decent word. Yeah, I didn't yeah. embarrass myself like with drumleg. Drumleg. Oh, yeah, it drum wasn't drumleg. Yeah. It was no drumleg. Yeah. yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, home every Thursday to your apologies, corrections, and clarifications. We make no apologies for this background music. No it's way. Amazing. Nothing needs correcting with this. No. I'd like to clarify it's the best background music we have. <laughs> oh, there we go. Full sweep. Uh, so I would like to get the ball rolling by clarifying to the good people of Comic Relief that at no point during the process did I agree to do it topless. Huh? Huh? I would then like to apologise to David Walliams uh, for not doing it topless. It has not been done topless. What? <laughs> Basically, uh, all will become clear soon enough. Oh. Um, oh. I can't say too much, but I took part in a sketch yesterday for Comic Relief. <laughs> and I think when I arrived, everybody, thanks to David Williams, was under the impression I was going to be doing it topless. Right, OK, weird. But I wasn't going to do it topless. No, quite rightly No so. one needs this when donating money for charity. <laughs> Surely not. So I'd like to well, we I'd swim like... in the channel? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I said, can't I wear a wetsuit? You did. You did. It's filthy in there. No, yes, so apologies to David Williams. And I just want to clarify to the people of Comic Relief, there was no nudity was agreed in advance. OK, fair enough, yeah. Quite rightly so. Yeah, no, as I say, not, you know, no one wants that. Keep your top on. Yeah. I should keep my top on. Yeah, uh, but all will become clear with her. There will be clarifications with this story. <laughs> okay, and yeah. I hope you enjoy what David has put together. <laughs> it's uh, a nice way of raising some good money. Uh, Matt Dyson, have you got an apology, a clarification or a correction um, today? Well, the uh, episode 100 of uh, the Game Week Fantasy Football podcast comes out today that myself and Dan Pryor do from Absolute Radio. Uh, we would like to apologise uh, in advance for the awful hot tips we've given out over the past few seasons. Uh, the likes of Bobby Reed and Tom Ince never really scored big points on fancy football and we apologise but sometimes you've got to take a punt uh, but uh, thank you for downloading if you did if you didn't try it you might like it it's a very good podcast but you you're the master of fantasy football and you've got two well, goalkeepers as everyone has that. and which two goalkeepers have you got I've got uh, in goal I've got um, the uh, Brazilian goalkeeper for, for Liverpool yes I keep dropping for some reason Alisson, and putting yeah. Etheridge in for Cardiff Cardiff a d ridiculous own goal and I don't know why I'm doing it but so there we go the guru of your fantasy football there choosing the Cardiff goalkeeper over the Liverpool one. Yes, ridiculous. <laughs> but a very good listen, well worth downloading. Uh, Glenn, have you got an apology, a correction or a clarification? Uh, yeah, I just want to clarify something for my accountant. I sent a very uh, hasty email yesterday and I just want her to know that my name isn't actually Glon. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> They'll always get you in the end, Glon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's inevitable. Death and taxes, Glon. Um, Emma Jones, uh, an apology, a correction, a clarification? Yeah, I'm going to see Sam Fender tonight. OK. Um, Good but for you. But my husband um, thought I'd told him that I couldn't go, and so he offered the ticket to his friend, and the pair of them thought they were going until yesterday when I said, I'm still going. So I'm clarifying that I didn't tell Stefan I couldn't uh. go to Sam Fender. And in uh, part of the chain reaction of this clarification, he's then had to apologise to the friend he's promised a ticket to, I imagine, whilst rescinding said who's ticket. Who's now not going to Sam Who's Fender. not going and giving it to you yeah. instead. OK, fair enough. We have clarified that situation. Hi, team. I'd like to apologise to my 10-month-old son. I know nappy changes distressing, but please stop trying to escape whilst I'm mid-wipe. That's from Francis. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Stop trying to escape there. Why did we paint the nursery white, I quipped the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to clarify to my colleague George that when I win the £50,000 tomorrow morning, as promised, I will go 50-50 with him. Hmm. Wow, that's a big shout. Uh, you know, last time, uh, last week when we did this, we had an apology from someone who works at Waitrose. Oh, yeah. We have another one. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And it's the I, same branch of Waitrose. Same well, branch of Waitrose. <laughs> I would like... Not the same person, though. <laughs> I would also like to apologise to Waitrose in Hawley, where I used to work. I skived off in 2008 to see Michael Jackson outside his hotel before the announcement of the O2 Arena gigs. Oh. I was interviewed at the time by Absolute Radio whilst there. <laughs> wow. wow. Never. So there we go. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave, I'd like to apologise to my mum for that time when I was five. I told her I broke my elbow in my sleep just to clarify I didn't want to go to bed and I was swinging off my wardrobe instead <laughs> <laughs> I like the apologies and the clarifications that are a long time coming they're my <laughs> favourites do keep them coming at 8, 12, 15 and right now we are joined by well, Ali good morning to you Ali oh hello James good morning good morning how are you Oh, I'm fine. This is so fun, hello. This is so exciting. It's so lovely having you on the show. What a charm. So, um, Ali, you know, even though it is lovely having you on the show, you are a criminal. I need to point that out uh, as you're about to apologise for an incident that happened back in 1981. I think it's time you shared with the group what happened. Well, um, when I quit my job as a chambermaid in the Dusseldorf Hilton, I stole a spoon. Uh, <laughs> no. And I, I stole it in my shoe. What <laughs> a great escape! Yeah. A spoon smuggler. And I, yeah, and I still got it. You still oh, got the spoon from nice. the Dusseldorf Hilton. Yeah. And it's got GH engraved on the handle. Very swaggy. Is it pride of place? Did you ever have it mounted or put into a little glass container or is it just in the drawer with the others? It's, it's just in the drawer with the others. Casual. Casual. That's yeah, where I keep yeah, my gold yeah. woolly and that I start. Yeah, yeah. It's a simple, simple way of hiding it from in plain sight. Um, Ali, it's been so lovely having you on the show. Do you feel better for apologising? I do. I feel like a burden has been released. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ali, have yourself a lovely guilt-free day and thank you for tuning into the show. Thank you. You too. Cheers, Bye. Ali. Take care. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. But over a week ago, we had a little text discussion about the oldest, most redundantest thing that is in your purse or wallet, and we discovered that some of you had Blockbuster video membership cards, and I had a pang of jealousy that went through me like a lightning bolt. Um, so obviously there aren't any Blockbuster videos left in the UK or around Europe. Mm -hmm. and that's when we contacted the general manager of the last Blockbuster video in all of America. Her name was Sandy, and she was lovely, the general manager there, in a place called Bend, which is in Oregon. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a lovely place to live. And I basically said, can 
I join? And she said, do you have a valid driving licence? I said, yes, Sandy. Yes, I do. She said, in that case, consider yourself a member. So whilst I'm yet to receive my card, but it's obviously in the post coming all the way from Oregon, they're snowed in there as we speak, so it's yeah, going to take a little take while. take a while. And I can be patient. This has also led to you guys, uh, unprompted really, to send in your stories and memories of Blockbuster Video. And that has been absolutely wonderful. And joining us this morning on Line One, we have Neve. Good morning to you, Neve. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. That's all right. <laughs> uh, so we're so charmed to have you on because we believe that love blossomed in a blockbuster <laughs> video. And without yeah. blockbuster video, you wouldn't even be around to be telling us Whoa. this story. Nope, I wouldn't be alive. <laughs> this is a sliding doors moment because your parents met in a blockbuster video. <laughs> <laughs> blockbuster <laughs> video! <laughs> what a difference! <laughs> so, Neve, take us through what happened. How did your parents meet? Well, my mum was actually working in the Blockbuster. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We've got someone who's related to a Blockbuster employee on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take the time to walk around, Neve. This is so exciting. You were working as a waitress in a Blockbuster bar. That's the lyric. <laughs> so, your mum's working in Blockbuster. How did your dad yeah, come my... into this? Is he a customer? What's going on? No, he was working on the farmer's market out in the street where oh. the Blockbuster was. So, he was gazing at her noticed... through the window? Yeah, pretty much. Beyond <laughs> the posters of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was one of the main things he buyed, apparently, just to talk to my mum. He'd go in there as much as possible just and rent DVDs just to talk to my mum, and then eventually they hit it off. And How romantic. <laughs> would, would he kind of go for a, a highbrow type of movie to come across yeah, as some intelligent or romantic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I assume so. He said, I did ask, and he said he couldn't remember all of the stuff he used to rent but he used to apparently there were so many and half of them he didn't even watch <laughs> oh, wow. excuse me can you help me where's the Italian art house section I, uh, I've got a weekend at home alone <laughs> because I am single I just want to make that perfectly clear um, so he bought loads of movies he, he didn't he didn't even watch many of them and then no. and then he asked your mum out on a date yep pretty much have you ever returned to a blockbuster video Neve? have you ever been into one as a child we used to go to that same one all the time as a child when I was younger and rent films, so yeah, all the well, time. You would have got your five free a week, wouldn't you? Because your mum worked. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, this is good, nice <laughs> knowledge, Matt. I love, I love that you know that. Neve, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you very much indeed for coming on and telling us that Love Blossom, the reason you are here talking to us, <laughs> is because of Blockbuster Video. It makes the whole thing worthwhile. And thank you for tuning into the show, Neve. Wishing you a happy Thursday. That's right, thank you. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. That's how I sign off now with our callers. Happy Thursday, Neve. Happy Thursday. I've got something excited. I've just got so excited. I was running around the studio. Happy Thursday, everyone. Happy Thursday. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Now... As regulars will know, I never make any excuses. If they're bad, they're bad. Mm -hmm. I put my hands up. We all support each other here in the studio and we love your suggestions out there. We really do. So this, I want to, this is not an excuse. But the big boss man has just been in the studio and it's yeah. always lovely to see him. But he happened to time his visit along, alongside the three songs we play in a row where we normally have some time to think of our Daily Smash suggestions. Mm. I was concerned for your well-being because I saw him in there for quite a while and I thought that's really encroaching on the, on the, on pun, the time yeah. we give him. pun time, yeah. But this one's really prep. hard, so even if you yeah. had the full time, <laughs> yeah. yes. it'd be tricky. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's not good on, from any angle, Emma. Um, so as earlier on, we had an apology, correction, clarification from someone who worked in Waitrose. And very early on in the show, we debated all things UFO. We've 
decided to make sci-fi middle class at 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. And with just 30 seconds remaining on the last song you were listening to, this is what we cobbled together. And um, I have got uh, Cause Yeti Spaghetti. <laughs> I've got Boba Fetta, which I hate myself for even saying out loud. And I've got rose and vanilla flavoured macatrons. Ah, trons, macatrons. That's good. Not bad. Mm. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Thanks, but don't worry about it. I was even willing to take one from producer Mark. What was it again? Uh, he Avatar said Avatar. Avatar, Avatar Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> what you got, Matt? I went for steak avatar tar uh, and uh, brioche runner, which doesn't really work. My fa- the, the only good one I came up with, in my opinion, handmaid's kale. Oh, <laughs> a last yeah, a reaction from the room. Oh. Okay, Emma Jones. I struggled. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Oh, yes, right. Keen Wild Wild West. (laughs) (laughs) And Ra Trek. Oh, that's good. Okay, I I think we've got two good ones so far. One from you, Matt, one from Emma. Glenn? Uh, Doctor Whom. (laughs) Uh, Guardians of the Flax Seed. Ah. And Avatardo. (laughs) Avatardo. Well done, Glenn. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Pro Luke Picard. Quentin Leap. <laughs> Blake's seven-seater Volvo. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> the Spy Who Loved a Loomy. <laughs> the Spy Who Loved a Loomy. <laughs> From Nick on the yeah. M25. <laughs> if they serve it in Nando's, I don't think you can call it middle class anymore. Matt's got a new Surely rule. It's a really... It's well. way yeah. of, if it's in Nando's, it's not middle it's class. It's a strange new class system you've invented. <laughs> yeah, invented so as it. they sell halloumi in Nando's, it can no longer be considered a middle class dish. Yeah. Mind I mean, you, they always yeah, have... Eva's feta. That's yeah, why I hated yeah. myself saying feta. <laughs> <laughs> Roy in Glasgow. The Land Rover Evoke that time forgot. <laughs> 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 the Running Man, Chago, oh, from Craig nice. in Cheshire. Madagascan Vanilla Sky, oh, from Mike in Northampton. <laughs> Close Delicatessen Encounters of the Third Kind, from Paul in Kent. The Spa Day After Tomorrow, and 28 Days Latte, from Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um, any more from Twitter, Matt Dyson? Bobbitt's got involved with C3 Pino Grigio <laughs> uh, and Mars Attack Evasion there as well. <laughs> Clash of the Frittartans from Mike Wadsworth. <laughs> and uh, Di Lander has gone for the Hummus Centipede. <laughs> 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 of course, set in space, isn't it, that film? Yeah. <laughs> the Hummus Centipede. That's it, we're done. We're done till next week with Dave. It's over. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I urge you to download the daily podcast today. If you want to subscribe, download it, listen to today's and unsubscribe. That's entirely up to you, but you must listen to today's show if you've missed any of it, because it really was great. Thanks to so many of you coming on air and telling us so many weird and wonderful stories. Yeah. Effectively, the daily podcast is all of the talky bits glued together, running to about half an hour to 40 minutes, with a little bit of bonus material at the very beginning from Matt and I. Ideal for a commute, perhaps. Ideal for a commute, perhaps. You can download it from all the usual places. Uh, And today's shall be named, well... What have you been writing down, please, producer Mark? Right, so first of all, uh, it was Wheelie Bin Base Carnage. That was six o'clock this morning. <laughs> That's right. For those of you tuning in throughout points of the day, I bang on about my wheelie bins all morning yeah. long. 
Uh, Mike, the taxi driver's Arga heated kebab. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. One of the reasons to download it is Mike has this perfect way of keeping his kebab just right so he can have it for breakfast the following morning after a big night out. That's right. When I quit my job at the Dusseldorf Hilton, I stole a spoon. Listener Ali, fessing up during our new section, Apologies, Corrections and Clarifications. She stole that spoon, uh, which was engraved with DH for Dusseldorf uh, Hilton back in 1981. It's taken yeah. her that long to fess up. Yeah. And finally, Dave's contractual tom- trombone player. Trom- trombone player, indeed. Um, <laughs> just have this guy following me around playing a trombone yeah. in the contract. He made so. an appearance again today. I think we have to, just because he set the tone for the show, have Mike the taxi driver's Arga heated kebab. Lovely, yeah. Mm. Agreed? Perfect. Emma, agreed? Ooh, OK, that's the name of the Daily Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow at 6am. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day. Arrivederci. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.